Welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast, a podcast where we talk about swim lessons, swim teaching, and how you can be a better swim instructor. This is episode number 29, Using Drills to Teach Beginners. My name is Jeff. Let's get started. I have some exciting news today. I got in the mail my first proof copy of the SLI Swim Instructor Training Workbook uh, put out by Swimming Ideas. And if you have had a chance to download it, it's fantastic when you print it out and then you can uh, bind it yourself. That's pretty neat, but we have an actual hard copy that'll be on Amazon. And I'm just working through the proof right now to make sure that everything is done correctly. Uh, one of the cool things about this is it's actually made in the United States, which is kind of neat, uh, in Charleston, South Carolina. And it's really good quality. Um, the pictures came out really good. Uh, all of the text is in the right place. Uh, I realized that I didn't have page numbers here, uh, so I got to add the page numbers. And then there's an extra page of the open turn, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, definitely having a proof copy is very helpful. Uh, but as you may know, we're looking to add on to this and have a section two come out soon, which is on how to teach. So things like what we're going to talk about today, using drills to teach beginners. So today is uh, Swimming Ideas podcast number 29, and we're going to talk about uh, using drills when you're teaching your beginning swim lessons. Now we're going to strictly talk about swim lessons today. We're not going to talk about like developmental swim team and beginner swimmers. Instead, we're only talking here about um, lessons, so swim lessons. And I don't know if you're familiar with uh, U-Swim. I think I've, I've sent an email out about it. Uh, or if you're familiar with the Worldwide Swim School, they uh, have similar stuff that we do. And I think they actually took from, uh, not us, but from the same design philosophy of their website that I have. Uh, which is from other podcasts and other marketing and uh, business things. So it's kind of interesting to see. Uh, they're definitely working on the same angle as we are, talking about swim lessons uh, and leveraging their experience. And from what I've seen, they're pretty solid. Uh, really, one of the best parts about Worldwide Swimming or Swim School is they're actively engaged. They use shallow pools, which is really cool. Uh, this is all Australia-based. And the... Parent taught classes are just fantastic, uh, the way they, they interact with that. And I'm going to look on how we can integrate some of that stuff in our program, especially the cups, using the cups on the head. And we already do this already with the buckets, uh, but the cups might be a little more easy to use. So uh, looking at some of that type of things, but definitely looking at a shallower pool and how we can provide that. Now, unfortunately, the limitations of the place that we're at, we don't have a shallow pool. So it's difficult, and by shallow I mean one foot deep or two feet deep. Uh, we actually have a uh, three and a half, which is shallow, but it's not shallow enough. So uh, that's kind of cool. So check that out if you're interested. But we're going to talk about drills with beginners. And really what we're looking at is body posture drills and kicking. So we want to focus a lot of time and effort on kicking, and we want to focus a lot of time and effort on body line and posture. And so what I mean by body line and posture is the soldier position. That's, you know, when you stand up with your back straight, pull your chin into the back of your spine, lift your, your shoulders backwards, and pretend like you're laying against a wall, like on your back. And we want to attempt to have that good body posture, the soldier position, 
horizontally. So laying on your stomach or laying on your back in soldier. And that's really our primary focus for beginners. And you can see that in our swim instructor training workbook. Um, majority of this workbook is really devoted to body posture and getting a nice long line and streamlining. Uh, we don't go too much into the kicking, which I think is a good thing to do. Um, and most of these drills that we're going to talk about actually promote body line and posture and a strong kick. So let's take a look right into it. Let's just dive right, dive right in. First thing I want to look at is the side glide. Now, if you've heard any of my other podcasts, you know that I'm not a fan of side glide. I do not like it, and I think it's a waste of time, especially for beginners. I cannot get behind the idea of floating on your side with your arm raised above your head, your head tilted to lift it out of the water, and kicking on your side when you're beginning. The reason I can't get behind that is because it destroys the good body posture. If you've ever seen someone that can't swim doing this, you know that they're not maintaining a straight body posture and then turning the head. They're actually lifting the head backwards to lift it out of the water or to turn it out of the water, which is completely counterintuitive to what we're attempting to do with our streamlines, our front glides, our back glides. It's the exact opposite thing. So I do not recommend it. Now, that's not to say it's not a drill that we don't do. Okay, We just don't do it in swim lessons. We do use it as a training tool to teach breathing when your core is strong enough and you, are a, you have a strong enough kick to maintain it. And that's typically in our swim team. So in our more advanced of the developmental groups, we'll do um, arm lead kick on your side, which is essentially side glide but we'll look down and sniff our armpit as we look at the bottom of the pool. And when you need to breathe, you rotate your chin and look at the ceiling. So it, you need to have that body line and that posture and that water awareness to be at the surface before you can start doing side glide well and correctly. We don't want to be encouraging that U-shaped body position regardless of the potential benefits of learning how to swim freestyle. It's not worth it because it actually is counter productive here. We don't want to be working backwards and retraining someone later on. We want to have a clear progression into swimming freestyle that doesn't require breaking someone down and retraining them uh, into a different way. So I strongly advocate that you do not use side glide for your swim lessons. All right, so let's move on. What, what drills should you use? Uh, the first one is obviously soldier position. And this is on deck, doing soldier, just knowing what it is. And so when you, and repeatedly associating that body position with soldier position and associating that Q word, uh, soldier position, or so they know, okay, back straight, body straight, arms down at the sides. So soldier position on the deck. That's the first thing, first drill that we want to work on. The second drill would be position 11, which is soldier with your hands above your shoulders, above your head. Right? And, and we do soldier, uh, position 11 uh, because that's the, the place where each arm stroke is going to travel into with each stroke. So at the apex, at the top of each stroke, you want soldier or, uh, position 11 because on freestyle, you're going to reach above your head, and that's where you're going to reach to, is reach to position 11. And we can do position 11 in a variety of ways. If we have shallow enough water, we can 
have our participants do it on their own. They can go in a circle or like a like if we have a rectangle area, they can go down and back, uh, circle swimming, doing position 11. And they can stop and stand up when they need to breathe, or they can just lift their head up and continue going. Uh, the goal here is just that they keep their arms straight, they look down when they're not breathing, and they stay at the surface. We don't want this to be underwater. So position 11 is an excellent drill because each stroke travels through position 11. Butterfly, the long reach, freestyle, the long reach and the early catch, backstroke, the arm directly above the shoulders where it enters the water, and breaststroke, it returns into position 11 with each arm stroke as you shoot forward, or as you glide forward, or as you reach forward. So we do position 11 right off the beginning uh, because it is really a universal drill. And if you can get your arms out in front of you, then you know how to start swimming. You have the first step. And all of our strokes, we're going to begin in position 11. So we, we teach that immediately. Um, and uh, we can do that drill with, it's actually, if you look at the swim instructor training workbook, and I'm keeping referring to this because it's sitting right in front of me now that I have this really nice printed off copy from Amazon, which is really, really high quality. It's a lot better than I expected it to be. But if you look at supported front glides in that training workbook, the first type is hands on shoulders. And so the swimmer puts their hands on your shoulders and you do position 11 essentially and walk backwards with them. And that's kind of neat because uh, that is position 11, even though we're not explicitly saying that it is. So the position 11 uh, we do as a supported front glide, the first step of supported front glides are basically position 11. And then um, we don't call it that, we just say we're gonna do a front glide, but it is position 11. That's the, the position that we're looking to get into immediately with our first lessons. Um, the next one that we're gonna look at is streamline. So uh, if you know what streamline is, it's position 11 with your hands pancaked above your head. Uh, so, uh, and we have three things that we focus on. Lock your thumb, squeeze your ears with your elbows, and when you're doing it, look down in the water. And that's the next progression. So once our swimmers can do position 11 or a front glide by themselves uh, or a short distance by themselves, we have them do streamline by themselves or two of the instructor for a short distance. And streamline is the fastest, easiest stroke to do. Uh, and it's something that you do on swim team every time you push off the wall. And it's something that as a swim coach, I'm trying to get people to do instinctively and habitually. So we want to start that immediately in swim lessons. And it doesn't take a lot of effort to just say, do your streamline or go over the three things, lock your thumb, squeeze your ears, look down. Uh, and if you focus on those three things, then you can get a really good streamline. Uh, and we also want to start and streamline every time and then move into our swimming. So the first one that we're going to do is position 11, which is actually built into our lesson plans as supported front glides. And then streamline it would be second. Uh, after that, uh, one of the drills that you can do is kickboard with position 11. So holding the kickboard at the base of the board with the arms in position 11, the body in position 11, the face in the water. And again, if you have a really shallow pool, I mentioned the Worldwide Swim School, they do a really good job of this. But And you can use this in your program too. You don't have to be part of their program to do this. But just hold the kickboard at the bottom. So you're actually holding the edge and put your face in the water in position 11 and kick a short distance. 
And the goal here is we're focusing on the face and the body, the horizontal body position, and the face looking at the bottom. But really at this point, what we're focusing on is the kick to cre create propulsion or motion or movement. So we want the kick to be what's driving us forward and making us move in a, in a forward manner. And we really want a strong, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this, a six beat kick, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. And you really want to be emphasizing that downbeat, uh, even though we're also doing up and down with our motions, but counting those kicks as they go down. And if you have your swimmers using the kickboards and you're in shallow water, they can do this on their own. If you're in a little deeper water, you can have them do it to you and return back to the wall, uh, and they can just can be circling around and doing it repeatedly. And our goal with that is we want to be maintaining a higher time on task, so increasing the amount of engagement that our swimmers have or being actively engaged in some sort of activity. Um, but with the kickboard in position 11, what you can do is to help their kick because, yes, it's a horizontal body line drill, but it's also we're focusing on the kick itself. So you can grab your swimmer's legs just above the knee or holding the knee so they don't have, like, they're, you're not holding the feet. You want to hold just above or at the knee. And you're going to move up and down slowly. And the reason we do that is because you want to engage the whole leg. You want to engage the thigh and the hips in order to drive the kick. You don't want just the feet to be bending at the knee and kicking. You want to actually get the whole thigh into that kick. And if you hold right above the knee at the thigh or and your hand is covering the knee, then you're not going to injure them as you're moving their legs because you're reducing the motion and keeping them from uh, overextending their kick. Uh, so, so that's what we would do with kickboard in position level. Uh, the next drill that we're going to look at is to roll over from front to back and then move on your belly, roll over again, take a breath, and then roll over again and continue. So if you're familiar with the infant, uh, it's the ISR, infant swim rescue or something like that, this is basically what they teach to four-month-olds. I'm not as familiar with the program, but I do not advocate that you do it by letting the child struggle or when they're crying. If this is something that you can train uh, to a younger, uh, younger swimmer, fantastic. Uh, if you have their trust and they are aware of the cue words and they're ready for it. So if you have the patience and the time and you do the due diligence of progressively over a long amount of time and a lot of time spent in the water cueing your child for ready go and that mean that and then they can visibly show you that they're ready for the water by closing their eyes and looking down or hunching a little bit then I would say okay do this with your infant but if not and you're just throwing your child into some sort of uh, ISR swim lesson program that doesn't know what they're doing and they're, let, they're, they're the kids are fearful get out of there don't do not do that lesson you know it's going to take a while it's going to take parent involvement if if your goal is to have a six month seven month eighth month year old swim there's a right way to do it and it's not by having your child screaming and crying and scared of the water that's not the correct way okay so if you do it well then yes but if you're not if you're doing it the screaming crying struggling way that's not appropriate and you should get out of there immediately okay so so the second, the third drill here is basically front glide, roll over on your back, take a breath, roll over and move forward again.
And we can do that a number of ways. Uh, we can do that uh, by holding onto a kickboard. We can do that by holding onto their body and helping them do it uh, together with the instructor. Now, there's a whole range of ways that you can go about doing this. So uh, looking at uh, rolling over on your back, onto your back to take a breath. And really what this is is being comfortable floating. And if we're teaching our swim lessons according to the swim lesson ideas program, um, level one and level two, then following through all these, the repetition of front glides and face down and back glides and being in soldier position, uh, you should be able to introduce this skill pretty quickly and easily uh, just by assisting your, your participant and then encouraging them to do it on their own. All right, so I'm not going to go too much into this because it's a pretty diverse way and might only might probably be a podcast for its own topic. Um, so let's look look ahead to one arm on the kickboard on your side. Now this one is a one arm kickboard on your side, and this is almost like you would do what you would call side glide. Uh, Really what we're focusing on with this one is uh, you can do it one of two ways. So you can do it where you're actually rotated onto your side and you can hold the kickboard uh, at the top of the board and have the arm laying on top of it. And the problem with this is just like side glide, it creates that head up or head back position, which then creates the body in a U position. So we want to try to avoid this actually. So what you can do is hold the bottom of the board and hold it above your head in like position 11 or just half a position 11, position one. And then kick on your stomach and when you need to breathe, rotate onto that shoulder, rotate the head, lift the hip, and take a breath. And really our goal here is the rotating head and the rotating hips as opposed to lifting the head up and creating that awkward up and down position. So you can do one arm on the kickboard. That's holding the base of the board, so holding the side like the, the back edge, the small part, with your hand, and then holding it in position 11 with one arm, and then kicking with your face in the water with the body flat on the surface, and then turning to the non-holding on the kickboard arm. So don't breathe into your armpit, breathe away from your arm, and rotating the head to take a breath as opposed to lifting the head to take a breath. The next drill that we're gonna talk about is a catch-up drill and I know this is a controversial drill, but catch-up drill is where you do position 11, you do a single arm stroke, return to position 11, and then you do the other arm stroke. So the hands are catching up to each other in position 11. They're not actually mo always moving. They're stopping in position 11 above the head. So there's a single arm will move, return to position 11. The other arm will move and return to position 11. Okay, so this is what catch-up drill is. And you can do this with a kickboard, uh, to make it a little easier floating and then you can do this just in position 11 without assist the next drill from there would be almost position 11 so it's like uh, almost catch up so right before literally just before the hand gets into position 11 again the other hand moves out of it so it's a really long stretching reaching type of drill uh, and it's you got to get as close to position 11 as possible without actually getting into position 11. And you can do this with support. So again, I'm going to look at the swim instructor lesson training guide workbook. But in supported front glides, this is would actually fall under if you want to do it assisted. 
This would fall under the type three types of support number three. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, number two, uh, hand in instructor's hands. So the you'll hold the instructor will just kind of hold their hand palms up and out in front of them in position 11 for the kid to be in position 11. And then they can just move their hand, give them a cue, a, a physical cue, like a tap or moving their fingers to touch their hand to let them know that they need to do that arm arm stroke. And then kind of timing it so that the kid is always swimming and always has one hand touching in the instructor's hand, but then they kind of do the drill for them and give, like, do it supporting, uh, which is similar to doing it with a kickboard. So you can, you can do this drill with support and you can do it with your beginners. Um, and then if they can do it on their own, then you can do it with them. On the, they can do it on their own. And so that's almost position 11. And then finally for our level two or level three, and this is right butting up against our swim lesson, our swim team, would be the drill three strokes and then 18 kicks on your side. So this is actually side glide uh, for 18 kicks. And then we do three strokes of freestyle, and then we go to the other side with one arm above our head in position 11 on the side with the nose sniffing your armpit looking at the bottom. And then you do three strokes. And you can, it's your choice here as an instructor, if you want to have your kids or the swimmers breathe on the arm strokes, which would be during those three strokes in between the 18 kicks, or if you want them to breathe during the, the side glide, basically, or the um, three strokes and then kicking on your side, like kind of like Superman, you know, one arm above the head, but you need to rotate onto your side, put your nose in your armpit and look straight at the bottom to kind of get your body perpendicular to the bottom of the pool. So 90 degrees to the bottom or the surface. Uh, the belly button should be pointing sideways. Uh, and the, the nose should be pointing straight down because the nose is inside the armpit underneath your body. And, and that's important. The raised arm in position 11 should be underneath the body. It shouldn't be the one on top. So when you rotate on your side, your arm shouldn't be above your head. It should be under your head. Okay. So uh, we'll do three strokes and 18 kicks on your side, and that'll kind of give you an idea of uh, how to swim and what really what that drill is about is maintaining the body posture and learning to rotate your head in a good body posture um, instead of lifting it or altering your body into a u-shaped and throughout this whole thing we're going to kind of switch gears here so uh, before we move on to the last point i have uh, swimminglessonsideas.com uh, is the website and we recently have for digital copies right now the swim swimming lessons ideas swim instructor training workbook and i'm holding in my hand the proof the first proof from amazon uh, so if you want to in the future we're going to have this up for sale on amazon as an actual book that you can buy i'm really excited about that because it's a really really good quality and my favorite part about this is when we have the three sections finished and that'll be section one is kind of a walkthrough on what to teach. So it's all the skills, the 15 essential swim skills. And when you are training someone new or when you have a new instructor, you can give them this workbook. And uh, you can take them through the 15 essential swim skills. And just like they are in a class. So going underwater, uh, doing a front glide, a back glide, uh, how to do freestyle kicks 
Uh, what are flutter kicks? What is streamline? What is how do you do freestyle arms? And you're just going to walk them through this workbook, and they're going to do each activity in here, uh, and then do the worksheets. Uh, and then as they go through this, they're going to a learn what it is because they're going to have to teach it, and b they're going to learn how to swim themselves. Now I don't anticipate this taking more than uh, four or five hours, maybe one full day, an eight-hour day of in the water actually doing activities and doing the worksheets uh, with each page. I can't imagine it taking longer than that. Uh, we do a uh, we do a variation of this, and we're going to be implementing it right now. Um, so we're going to see you know, how long that actually takes. We say one day in our training program, and that's really as, as long as we devote to it, and it goes pretty quickly. Uh, so um, table one, okay, so what's cool about this is table one, or section one, is colored in blue, right? So there's these tabs on the sides that are blue. Section two is gonna be green, and that's gonna be how to teach. So you're gonna see, and you can see on this training booklet that they're very clearly marked as blue. It's really neat. So you can quickly go to the section that you want to go to when you're flipping through it, which I think, which I haven't seen in other training books. You know, there's not this little border on there that tells you what section you're in based on color. So for us, it's blue is what are those activities to do. And you can actually use this workbook as a lesson plan. You know, you can just walk right through it and, you know, chop it up into different skills, and those are your classics. Uh, and that's kind of the whole point. Uh, but you can use this workbook to quickly reference, okay, what do I want to do today? Well, what am I working on? Here's what I'm working on. And, oh, okay, for freestyle arms, we'll do short distances. Everyone does this three times, streamline with flutter kick, and do three freestyle arm strokes. Things to look at, kick the whole time, streamline first about two body lengths. Uh, the head should remain stable, looking down. The arm should return to position line with each arm stroke and the hips should rotate to recover. So recover equals, means moving over the water back into position 11. So when the arms are recovering, the hips should be rotating. And then it gives you a clear progression of what to do. So you can do that. You can literally do that activity based off this book uh, as part of your lesson planning or as just getting ideas for that day, that skill, uh, which is really exciting. Uh, and then, so section two is gonna be how to teach. And we're gonna cover things like I briefly went off on this today, but side glide and struggling to breathe uh, and, you know, what is appropriate for your program. Should you let somebody in your class struggle uh, and then not help them? Is that an appropriate thing to do? And obviously the answer here is no, absolutely not. It is not appropriate to let somebody struggle uh, in your swim lesson. Uh, so... Uh, Section two will have information on that, and then section three is the index and the appendix, and it'll have a list of all of our games and activities uh, and lesson plans. Uh, so it's really going to be our one-stop shop for all of your swim lesson needs, and it looks really great. Uh, so that's what I was I'm going off on here. So uh, if you're interested, head over to swimminglessonsideas.com. Uh, my name is Jeff, and I want to thank you for taking your time out of your day to listen to me talk about swim lessons. I'm excited to talk about using drills. Uh, I, and, and I've really been doing a lot more of that lately is really reaching out to uh, people that teach swim lessons. And it sounds like the number one issue that people have is they do everything by hand and there's no online or digital way 
to track your staff or track your classes, produce reports, and email those reports on an individual basis to somebody. And I really want to focus on that going forward maybe next year. So uh, if there's, you know, what do you struggle with in your swim lessons? Let me know. Connect with me on Twitter at Swimming Ideas or send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. Once again, thank you very much for taking the time to listen to me and to be interested in teaching better swim lessons. And I know that going forward, we can do that together. Thanks for your time. Take care, and we'll see you soon.